Today on Pin It Deep, we fight through technical difficulties with Zoom and everything to get you guys what you need to know before Kentucky plays South Carolina. Will he play or won't he play? I don't know. Miles doesn't know, but according to Max, he knows everything. So we're going to get into that. As always, big dogs of the week, which have been insanely profitable. The Kentucky-South Carolina shallow swim. Boys of the week, men of the week. Let's get into the episode. Go! Every time so others mother mm, so go every time so others may every time. Get some. Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Welcome in to Pinnadee, South and Carolina Game Club of the uh, pre-game, pre-game show. I'm your host, Max Stuffy, former punter at the University of Kentucky, sitting next to me in his fine establishment, Miles Butler, former kicker at the University of Kentucky, and Brent Wainscott, former and current fan of the University of Kentucky Wildcats. Brent, how are you on this fine... Well, it, we're talking in Saturday morning, but we are... Dur- we are here on Friday. How are you? Oh, uh, I mean, we're, we're going to get into it. You've talked about it all week. There's just one word to describe it. Fucking yeah. banged up. That's wow. two words, That's Brent. Two. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> three. It's three. It's actually three. Miles, how are you? It's not hyphenated. I'm good. Again, every time we do a Zoom like this together, I feel like I'm on the interview with Owen Wilson and we're tucked in the game. Um. Banged up season is back. It, it's not just back. Like, it's come full force back. This, hurry. It's like each season, like, you know, maybe checkers are in, um, fluoro colors are in, um, wearing all whites in. Banged up season is in, and it is in to stay. Week five, and we're already hearing it 50 times in every interview, every single person that is in doubt or played bad, banged up, banged up, banged up. It's Mark Stoops' favorite Two words, not one, Brent. Two words to use post-week five. You know how, like, some of the schools open up with an FCS team and they just kind of ease their way into the schedule? Banged-up season's like opening with Bama. Like, we've just come with from hardly anybody hurt at all. Everybody's in good health. Stoops is really happy with the health of the team into we may not be able to put 11 on the field Saturday. This podcast, I must just put a little caveat, is probably one of the toughest I've had to do. At Miles's house, he has this little dog. I'm having to pat the dog the whole time while I do this so he doesn't yap like a little fuck that he is. <laughs> Don't act like that dog is mine. <laughs> I am not claiming that little shit. <laughs> hey, speaking of banged up, i tell you what, it was tough to get up this morning after that eyesore that we saw last night, Brent. Broncos-Colts, one of the worst games I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. I almost turned it off so many times, but it was almost so bad that it was compelling. Like, you almost laughed every time they made another mistake. Did you watch it? I did. And I know that everyone else in America seemed like they watched it too. It's one of those things when like, you know, I've had people before tell me that like football maybe takes too much time of my life. And it's like, ah, I think that's kind of ludicrous. But then I sit through three and a half hours, probably more last night of that game. And it was just brutal. I, after the third quarter, I, I couldn't do it anymore. I, I took a few naps, woke up and then left my uh, buddy's house and went home. But, uh, Back to what I was saying earlier on this season, I fucking hate Russell Wilson. Like, he is so bad, the worst. 
the Broncos. Sorry, Max. I know they signed you. There's not a team that deserves Russell Wilson more than the Broncos after they tried to tell everyone for three years that they were getting Aaron Rodgers. So they can have it. They can suck. Hate him. Take the dog out. Take him out. Sorry. Continue. Keep going. Um, I, I, I'm good. I'm off my he is chasing. He is chasing the dog around the house. And the, house, the dog is just avoiding him. Almost Derek Henry style. Um, I'll keep going with the pod as Miles chases the dog around the house. One of the biggest eyesores of all time. Um, I hated it. I hated watching it. But I also, it's like, like I said, though, it's better than any other TV. It's still more compelling than anything else. And like so many people said, if I, if you could bring this on and give us this game in July, I would be so happy. Like yeah. when there's nothing on and going, I would be so happy. Yeah, anyway, this is not a Broncos Colts NFL podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, good, fish, stay, stay quiet. Um, the biggest uh, thing. No, can we get into that for a second? Like just a small 30 seconds. It's not a cat named Fish, which I think would be more understandable it's a dog it's a dog named fish yeah and if it keeps barking we're about to see if it can actually swim jesus with its head (laughs) on the water best thing about the game last night and i don't know who tweeted this i would love to give them credit but they said amazon should sign lamar jackson as like their color commentator and then if the game's like that just put him in (laughs) <laughs> like actually throw him in the game and make him have something happen. I want you to, Miles, we'll get to it with the big dog of the week, but I want you to remember to talk about the bet that someone took last night in the parlay when yes. we get to it. On the game last night, Brent, you'll love it. All right. I took the over last night, by the way. The biggest, oh, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, having a great, I'm having a great season. I'm 3-21 and 21 in NFL bet. All right. The biggest banged up news of the week. Let's get to it. The nitty gritty. Will Levis. Um, we won't get into the type of injury it is because I know they're trying to keep that quiet. Um, I found out probably sometime Wednesday, uh, actually drove down to practice real quick just to see if he was practicing and saw he was not got very worried. Uh, look, it's obviously a big news story and something that is being, I mean, the game, the line came in for, I think the over-under went down about four. Clearly, they think it's going to be impactful. I mean, you, that's just common sense. Um, we'll start with Miles. Does he play? No. I'm 100% with you. I don't think he plays. There is no way in the world he plays. From what little I have heard, and I'm outside of the info like you, it seems like an injury that just needs some time to heal. Yeah. Obviously, he isn't getting surgery or anything, it doesn't sound like. Yeah. Um, not to look down on South Carolina, but obviously next week is a probably a tougher game. And if he goes in this week and gets hurt even worse, you don't want him to be knocked out for a month or two months or however long it'd be and then kind of wreck the rest of the season. I'll get to my rundown in a second of why he's not playing. But Brent, does he play yes or no? We talked about this before, before the podcast. You told me to save it. And it's one of those things I really don't know because on one hand, I think Will has shown toughness. But, I mean, if they're too scared to let him come on here and talk to fucking, you know, us, then, like, I, if about his draft stock, I can't see them risking an injury. I could see it being a situation where, like, maybe they, like, suit him up and, like, if, like, everything just goes south, they put him in the second half just out of, like, because you have to, just not to derail the season. Question, does he play or not? Does he play or not? How do you expect me to know? I certainly don't okay, know. Brent, follow-up question. Know. Do you think Mark Stoops was sitting with the medical staff this week and said, you know, I would love to let him play, but 
it is a good point that we did not let him go on the Pin It Deep podcast. <laughs> that's not Probably that's not what I'm you know what I'm you, you know what I'm saying. Narrative. The draft stock is clearly the the factor. That's not what I'm saying. It's so you clearly... think that they would risk us losing a game to South Carolina to help his draft stock? I don't think it's up to them. I mean, if Will and his camp are like, oh, you know, I mean, obviously everyone wants Will to go number one overall. Like, we obviously want Will to do great, want him to be healthy in an ideal well, world. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Not CJ Stroud. 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 Will Anderson doesn't yep. so. There's a few people that don't. You know what I mean. Anyways, like, it just, like, I don't know. It's one of those things where I think if it's 2021 and he's not, you know, Mel Kuyper's not saying he's number one overall draft pick, he maybe tries to play through it. But I think with the looming draft status, I think that it's a, a toss-up, and I have no information on the so, whatsoever. So the synopsis is because it's not 365 days ago, and he's lived another 365 days. Okay, okay. You could, one year younger, he would have played. But, yeah, like I know you all are, like, laughing and stuff, but everything is circumstantial, and – the draft stock is, is are you okay? Are you running for governor or something? What is with the, all this what are political you, talk in the last? It's not political talk. Us, he, he's you're giving he's, us he, the roundabout swings and roundabouts. Give us a straight answer: yes or no. I've told you, I don't know. I think no one, no one, knows. Knows. No one I, does. That's the whole purpose of this show. Right, I th- okay. Do you want my answer? Do you want my my answer? Is I think he suits up, but I think he doesn't start. That's, when we ask him, does Kentucky win this weekend? He's going to say, I don't know because they haven't played yet. You, you need yes, you I yes, literally just said answer. I think he doesn't start, but I think he suits up. Okay, what goes the, in what, there and plays like dog shit. I could see them being like, All right, well, let's try to give Will a go. What would the score have to be at halftime for him to come in then? If that's your prediction, would we have to be down? Down, down two possessions, I would say. What if it's tied at the half? They probably, I would imagine, they'd just stick with Kai and you know, see what they could do. I don't okay. know. You guys when have more walk, information than I do. I don't fucking. When they know. walk him out, do they put the Diaz song on? The what now? They put the Diaz walkout song on if they bring Will back into the, the game. The match closer, the trumpet. That'd actually be pretty cool. That'd be pretty <laughs> cool. really good. Okay, here's the real answer to everyone's question. Now that we've heard just the the wrong one, he's not playing. There's no way in the world he plays. First of all, I talked to a lot of people. Secondly. Like, you don't come out, and if he was playing, it would just be, yes, he's playing this week. Not the 50-50, not the 80-20 stuff that we've heard. Yes, he's playing. We just got managing something at the moment. He'll get through. Or if he was playing and he isn't practicing, it would be, like, probably out this week because they would play the game of, like, probably not going to play, and then we trot him out. Like, the, the game that they're playing never works because that's basically saying to everyone he's not playing. Is like, it, like, overcompensating? Never... Just overcompensating? Uh, yeah, like Stoop saying, like, I'll tell you if he's out. Like, just that means that he's out. Because if he was if he w- was going to play, they would either say he is playing or he is out. They wouldn't be like, oh, we'll just tell you. Because they're just playing games. If I'm Beamer right now and I found out on Wednesday but through my sources that Will's very unlikely to play and won't play, I'm game planning for the backup. And if Will plays, they beat us because he's better than us anyway and they're always going to beat us. I'm game planning for the backup and knowing that they're probably going to be very limited in the pass game. You think Beamer on Wednesday night called Biden, took over the bunker and had like an emergency meeting with the whole staff and changed the game plan up? See, if I was Stoops, I would have snuck in like we've actually given Barry on Brown a look this week and brought back the Lynn Bowden, Eddie Grant offense. We'll see if we use it Saturday. Who knows? Just to fuck with them. 
Eddie Grant Stewie's on the stop. I I do think it's weird though that the line still hasn't moved, and it is concerning because like Kentucky doesn't need gamesmanship to beat South Carolina. Be like, oh, we don't know who the quarterback is. It's South Carolina. Like Kentucky doesn't need that. True to a certain extent, but I do think it does show our hand a little bit of the pass game that we'll use without Will. Like I think we're a little bit more conservative, Way and then on. they can they've probably been practicing all week. Like let's. Let's limit their deep shots. Let's limit their, you know, explosive plays. Let's try and keep everything underneath. And now they can be like, no, that all they're going to do is throw screens, little passes. Like now we can really press. Well, the so good I think news it does is, change their game plan a lot. The good news is if that is the case, um, you know, Kentucky's actually got guys who can make those plays in space, you know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll get, to, we'll get oh, yeah. to a bit more of a game prediction in a second. Uh one thing I do want to bring up real quick and talk to talk about for about a minute is, uh, and now maybe I'm on the minority in this. I'm so sick of the draft stop talk right now. Yep. Let's just focus on winning some games. You know, we weren't even able to get it done against Ole Miss. Now I know a lot of things went wrong, but we weren't able to get it done. And it's frustrating when the whole talk of losing the game against Ole Miss is, does this affect Will's draft stop? Yes or no. When it should be like about the season, about the team, uh, like, how bad was that loss? Where do we go next? Like, I just want to take care of these football games and not be like, have people, like you said, Brent, oh, he might not play because of the draft stock. Like, let's just go win football games and fuck the draft stock off. I'll push back a little bit just because I think at Kentucky, it's been – I mean, I you could say Josh Allen, but I don't think anybody thought Josh Allen was actually going number one. It'd be Tim Couch was probably the last player that had that kind of hype, and obviously he went one. It's a good problem to have. Well, I mean, yes, we obviously want him to go number one and we like him. But as in, I don't want the first talking point of each game to be that. I want it to be about the team. And then we can go, like, how did we get that? But, like, the higher-ups in the NFL circles are going to – that's their talking point. They don't care about Kentucky. So this Kentucky pin a date football podcast. We don't have to talk about it. But they're going to talk about it. And I think it's a decent problem to have if you've got a guy every year that's a potential number one pick. But the thing is, we talk about it. We talk about it, and we talked about it on the like before we started the show a little bit. And Max you kind of hit on it. it. It is kind of frustrating to like. I, I'm to the point where like obviously I want Will to go number one. Like we want him to be great, but it's like, and if he if we go eight and four, who gives a shit? Like it's cool, yeah. but like like imagine the situation with. Uh, I hate to compare football and basketball again, but like if Kentucky basketball gets bounced in the Sweet Sixteen. But John Wall goes number one. It's cool, but everyone's still left with a with a bad taste in their mouth because we didn't win the whole thing. If we don't go to Atlanta or you know get to where we want to go, ten and two or whatever, and Will goes number one, then I would expect it to be like, oh, that's great. But like, we also didn't do what we wanted to do. I did see a fan this week with a great take. A famous Tennessee fan, Clay Travis, said he does not understand the hype for Will as number one pick. And he went through the SEC quarterbacks that he would take over him and included the mailman, Stetson Bennett. If you put him in a draft room with a GM and showed him the tape and said, we'd rather take Stetson one than Will Levis, he would get laughed out of the building. Listen, <laughs> there's a reason. Bennett over Will Levis. Yeah, but Clay Travis is just a Tennessee love of Kentucky. Correct. Hater. He'd also love Jake Fromm over him, too. I'm sure Jake Fromm's yeah, doing well I, in the I NFL bet you, now. And Biden was probably pretty hot. He's less quarterback, too, I'm sure. <laughs> Listen. There's a reason we had more people at our tenant or our 
tin roof show for pennant deep than he does for his saturday outsider bullshit. hey he sucks someone else that sucks at the moment jimbo fisher uh (laughs) you guys all would have seen this someone called into the paul feinbaum show and if they pay jimbo fisher out right now it's 95 million someone called into the paul feinbaum show and said you know what's cheaper than 95 million a hitman to which I put into our group chat, the little pin it deep podcast group chat. You know what's cheaper than a hitman? And Brent said, two Jimbos. That's not how that went. That's not how that conversation went. Two Jimbos. Two Jimbos, one stone. Do not change the context of this conversation at all. It's exactly what you're doing. No, no, no. You're putting words in my mouth. This is a lie. No, I'm not. I've got the screenshots. I've got the screenshots, the receipts. This was in, I said two Jimbo's, one stone or one hitman talking about the, the tweet you put out for Aaron judges, home run, Will Levis thing, which was hilarious. Brilliant idea by you. But I was like, Oh, you should like, you know, find a way to include the pennant deep account. That way you can grow our followers as well. Said, fuck that went ahead and did it by yourself, which it was your idea. So you're in your right to do that. And then that's when we went to the whole two Jimbo's one hitman conversation, Wait, which is what, which means yeah. what exactly. All right. If you have two birds, you can, I, I know the saying, okay, Brent, we know yes. the saying two birds, one stone. Yes. We understand that. Okay. Go. Correct. So hypothetically, if there were two Jimbo's, there's one, but hypothetically, this is a hypothetical okay. I situation. I want to hear this. Yes. And there's two of them. You could accomplish killing them with one hitman i would imagine and that is your response to me asking what's cheaper than a hitman but that wasn't the response that was i never gave you a response to the but why did you just make up that there's two jimbos i don't i'm still not even on this i'm not even on the same train tracks as you i'm may, okay. may not even be in the same continent i don't think we're even in the same hemisphere or galaxy right now when i sent you this I was celebrating the I was celebrating Biden's new legislation, had some cornbread hemp. I can imagine. It was awesome. Um, So, I mean, all I was saying was like it was a reference to something I sent literally in the group 10 minutes ago. And I was like, instead of killing two birds, one stone, what if I transition this to the uh, reference I made earlier that also involves killing things? Which is no. probably a Nick Roush move. I completely. Okay, 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 okay. So, yeah. you answered your question. You were. You call too much cornbread hemp. And we are too much. This was the joke. This was the joke. What is cheaper than the hitman that they could have killed him with? Kindness. Kill him with kindness. Yeah. Wow. You like that one? Kill him with kindness out of town. Yeah. Brett, have you seen Billy Madison? Dude, don't don't fucking do the the spill again. You do it every week. Because you say no, something. I'm not every doing it. No, no, I don't. It's because that. no, it's one of those things where it's like, I think uh I think more ahead that you guys think that I'm behind when in reality, it's just one big circle. What the fuck? Like I'm about to lap you guys. You think I'm behind, but I'm really ahead. In that movie, I was like, I don't know why anyone would be that rude and ever feel the need to say like the whole, you're like, we're all dumber for having listened to this. And then I met you and once a week, I feel that way. I have a very abstract train of thought. Uh, That's a a very nice way to put it. Um, the world is your canvas. You're the universe. Just whatever you want to say, get it out of there. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. World's your oyster. World's your oyster. But that's okay. All right. Some people that are going to be dumber for having listened 
are going to be the Boyle County and Lexington Catholic fans tonight. I am commentating the Lexington Catholic Knights versus the Boyle County Rebels tonight at LexCat. I'll give you the quick story of how it happened. I go to the Chili Festival, as we all know, with Larry Vaught. Um, you know, it, the Chili Festival, uh, thankfully, located two miles outside of any nearest high school. So we do the Chili Festival. <laughs> And um, we're talking to a couple of people and they came up and one time I'd been to a Boyle County high school game because of Jackson Smith, one of the kickers on our roster. He, I told him I'd come and watch one of his games. He's playing a playoff game. They invited me up to the booth to do the halftime show that they do. So I said, all right, I'll do that. So I went up there, told a few jokes, no one laughed, usual stuff. They come <clears throat> find me at the Chili Festival. Hey, Max, we'd really like you to even call a game with us this year. It's just good when we have some people on. Would you be willing to? Matt Jones has done one before. Hail, Matt Jones. Um, I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I felt bad. I'm going to be honest. Uh, Danville's just too far for me. It's like an hour's drive. You know, if, for example, you're at Lexcath or something, I might think about it, but you're all the way. Oh, well, we played Lexcath in two weeks. <laughs> Yep, perfect. All right, let's do it. Come on, man. So I'm commentating the game tonight. It's going to be unbelievable. Mason Wolf, the former O-lineman of Kentucky, he's on the hot seat all night tonight with his O-line play and whether they're going to stand up against the Ball County Rebels. I gave you guys a little task this week just to make things interesting and give me something to talk about. You both have to give me one thing. Now, it can't be something stupid because the people that run this commentary booth are like, well, Lance is dead. But Lance times a million. So I can't be saying fast. You can't swear. And I can't be talking about like some guy that gets tackled for a loss and I'll be like, hope he's back in three days, like someone prominent. I can't be saying stuff like that. So give me one thing you'd like me to say in the commentary booth tonight to sneak in. On the spot? I gave you two. Uh, listen, uh, my on on the spot? I texted you yesterday. I already, I already gave you gold. I've already got two Jimbo's one. one hit man. I'm sticking with it. Two Do you want me to put in two Jimbo's yes. one Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. That's actually that's actually pretty good. Yeah, if you good. can sneak that in. Okay. I say, and you cannot laugh when you do it. Okay. At some point on a non-fourth down, you have to tell them, honestly, given the down and distance, I'd probably kick it. Okay. Kick it or punt it? Either. Okay. But, it, like, I want it I want to it be, like, down. second and two at the 50. And you're like, honestly – probably should kick it here uh, and I just can, see what they say. I can get that in for sure. And you have to give like a backup for like 30 seconds. Like you can't just laugh and say, I'm kidding. No, like no. actually convince them that yes. it's probably the right decision. Um, I'll probably do that on every down. What's going to be funny is if the Bull County head coach like takes the headset off, turns around and is like, actually, is that what we should be doing? Yeah, let's do it. Kick I it. love it too, because I know Max likes to tailgate a bit. And, you know, I know Freddie got it in his head talking about the, High school game he went to uh, earlier in the season about Thank all the tailgating you. made, dude. Yeah. Listen, Boyle County tailgates a little bit too. Would be great if Max got some tailgating in and then went and did. Uh, Boyle County will show up. They yeah, travel. Well. I don't. I don't know if I can walk into that booth <laughs> under the influence of liquid IVs. Um, let's get back to the game. Rattler and the Cox. He's possibly the worst quarterback I've ever seen. And here's a little thing for people as well. And I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. All right. For the fans, I've got a little, before we get back into South Carolina and do the shallow swim, we don't really do a deep dive, a scuba dive on this. We kind of just paddle in the, in the shallows. 
Um, here's something for all the fans to remember when in the offseason. When we go to the portal this year and we pick up a quarterback that you have never heard of and is maybe from a smaller school, do not go, oh, my God, typical Kentucky, we can't get anyone. This guy's going to be terrible. Because last year, now we had Will, but last year if we had to go into the portal, 90 to 95% of our fans would have said, damn it, we missed out on Rattler. Rattler went to South Carolina as if he was going to be the best quarterback of all time. Just because you've heard their name does not mean they're good. Actually, I would add to that. If you've heard their name and they're in the portal, they are terrible because they've been given every opportunity to be good and they have still have not succeeded. He had Lincoln Riley as his offensive coordinator and he still had to go into the portal. So he is an absolute disgrace. This team may not score more than 10 points against us. I don't want to jinx it, but I don't think they score more than 10. He is the worst quarterback in the SEC. His QBR is like 80 less than my mine was in the USFL. Like, I can't understand. I, I, I was one from one. This guy's like one from about 50. He might be the worst quarterback I've ever seen, Miles. You are better than him at quarterback? Yes. You think, Statistically. You think Beamer would rather have you under center Saturday? Statistically. Maybe. No, I, that's a really good point. I, th- I mean, if you look back, Will was obviously the backup at Penn State. He's turned out to be all right. Uh, a guy from Ohio State that was a backup named Joe Burrow went to the great city Andy. of Baton Rouge, LSU. He turned out to be all right for them, also a number one pick. So I think sometimes it's not necessarily the big name starter that is transferring. It's maybe the guy that just needs the right situation that's under the radar that can turn out to be a big time boom. Yeah, and and obviously we've got Scangarello, so we've got a foot up. So again, if you're a Kentucky fan, when we go to the portal and we get someone that's not a big name, for example, like who's a big name? I don't know if you guys are this great off the top of your head. Who's a big name this year that is actually struggling besides Rattler? DJ uh, Yes, correct. All right. So he's probably gonna, I would almost bet that he might enter the portal if if they don't if they drop a couple games. No, I don't know. Miles is giving you a look. Trump? They have they're top five in the I country. I understand that. Yeah, but Cade Club next No, he has behind. been good this year. Yes, but, he has. Okay, but like they're they're gonna choose Cade Club next year. Who? But I, I wouldn't be surprised I'm if Jalen Hurts like getting taken over by someone who they think is a little bit better. So if he goes in the portal, I don't want him. Now, if Scangarello decides he's the man, then he's the man. But I wouldn't want him. But that's the kind of person that we're talking about where you might have heard of his name and you're like, we need him. No, we do not. We, let's just let him do his work. I'd say Richardson from Florida. Yes. He's, a, he's yeah. a big name. Literally. Florida hasn't been as good you as we thought it. they'd be. Yeah, yeah. could see it. Um, quarterbacks that do what they need to do, what are they? Men. And what are quarterbacks that do what they want to do? Just boys that pull the covers up in the morning. You can't do it. You cannot pull the covers up. You can't hit snooze on the alarm. Mark Stoops loves it. B-D-W-T-W-T-D-M-D-W-T-H-T-D. Boys do what they want to do, Brent. Men do what they have to do. It is our favorite Saturday morning segment. Do you have your boy and your man of this week, Brent Wainscock? I do, and I hate to do it again because it's never fun to have repeating people. It's boring. I get it. But, but if they're men, they're men, and if they're boys, they're boys. It's literally you two are boys again for, for multiple reasons. Again, don't give me the look. This goes back to the Twitter space from last from Wednesday. We had a guy who said, you looked at the profile picture. Oh, uh, I think that's uh, Jesus in the profile picture. Let's get him in. No, it's the dude from the Big Lebowski, which was probably going to be my Halloween costume this year. I think it would work out well. First off, you're uncultured for that. Then 
after you put out your great video yesterday, uh, you text us in the group and say, who the fuck is Rick Roll? How do you not know that? You're literally like 35, you're uncultured, and you guys were 30 minutes late to the Zoom today, and I get all the flack for being, oh, you're late, oh, you forget the equipment, oh, you're dumb, but here I am waiting for 30 minutes, doing my do, making work, I'm the man, you're the boys, and I'm furious. You done? Are you done? I'm done. I'm you done? done? I, no, 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 are you done? I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was Jesus or you in that picture. That's what was getting me confused. They, they look very similar. Um, that's fine. I mean, I'll turn up to the Zooms whenever the fuck I want to turn up to them, Brent, to be honest. All right. So when I turn up 30 minutes late, correct. It's going to be this Sunday because of the, the wedding I got to be in and the Packers playing at 930. Going to be a rough Sunday. Um, that I, I would like the same treatment. Have you watched Lord of the Rings? No, hell no. Gandalf has a great saying, and it's like um, something about, and you know, I'm going to screw this up. It's like a wizard never is late or early. He arrives exactly when he plans to. I arrive exactly when I plan You're to. a wizard. No, but, uh, but it's a great Harry, saying. Harry Potter. Do you have a man? He's the man. He just said he was the man, Yeah. which is... You can't nominate yourself as a man. Like self nomination. No, I wasn't. I, I wasn't really the man. I was just harping on you two as, as boys. But the man, the man of the week is. Uh, well, I don't really know if it's a man. Movie. A wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. There you go. That's Gandalf the Grey. Well, wow, that's awesome. Former, former Pin a Date podcast host, Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> have you got a boy or a man this week, Miles? I have one. Do my man. I wasn't really. I wasn't really the man. I was just going on a spill. Go ahead. All right. So who's the man in this situation? Draymond Green, Jordan Poole. Um, Jordan Poole, because I'd love to knock that motherfucker Draymond Green out. I'd punch him. No, no, no. I wouldn't beat him, but I'd love to get the first one in. I'd Have love you seen to... the video? That wasn't no, even a fight. Not. He got dropped. One hit down to the floor. It was on. Uh, Jordan Poole didn't do anything to Draymond. Does it say what it was over? Uh, in the video, he just walked up to him and literally just clean clocked him, just full on out cold. So, I mean, I guess Jordan Poole's the man for taking a punch like that. As someone who rolls with the punches quite a bit on this show, I feel like I can respect that. Just sure. take you are Jordan Poole. That's what you think you are. No, 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 no. I see a lot of similarities, though. And like he just, you know, gets punched, gets back up. It's like, OK, yeah. let's, let's I, I actually I know a little bit more about it, though. And I agree. You are Jordan Poole. So what happened was is Draymond said, hey, we're going to practice at 10. Can you please bring the basketballs and all the equipment? And Jordan Poole rocked up without the basketballs, without the equipment, turned up at 11 o'clock, sent three text messages, making excuses. So Draymond just said, "Nah, fuck it and just clocked him. Well, and that's what's what fucking uh, what's crazier about that is Draymond Green actually showed up 30 minutes late. And severely hung over too. <laughs> Once Steve Kerr heard what happened, they gave him a contract extension. They said, actually, Draymond, you're in the right. Good job. Have you got a man or a boy, Miles? Yes. One of each from the same situation. Wow. Aaron Judge. Mm -hmm. He's the boy, though. It took him a week to finally hit the home run. I'm glad we don't have to see it on the broadcast anymore. No cutting any out. Good tweet again, by the way. I'm Thank actually you. that's actually probably the best one you've had. Thank you. The man, though, is not the guy that caught the ball. Now nah. he can sell it, have all the money he wants. Did you all see the fan that jumped? Yeah. Yes. Over the fan. That is the man. Now he didn't catch the ball, but he went full dive. 
into the bullpen, I think, trying to catch the ball. Imagine going home with a bloody nose and explaining what happened. And at least the girl flew back. Well, did you not catch the ball? No, no, empty hand. We are all for putting our body on the line. Yes. Yeah, and that is a man. It's much like the guy when we were watching Florida that stood up so fast to start <laughs> fist pumping the pick, fell back and almost died at KS Bar. No one cared. Miles laughed at him. <laughs> and he still got up and did not look for sympathy, just went straight back to cheering his ass off. Respect. Respect. Put your body on the line and you are a man. Listen, you speaking think? of that, it, that that home run happened at the Ranger Stadium literally like a decade ago. It was a different stadium there in the new Globe Life that's been around for three years or whatever. Um, like Josh Hamilton threw a ball into left field and a fan tried to jump into the bullpen to catch it and literally died. Like okay. that was a thing. Oh, so right. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Oh, Just bring the mood down. Yeah, seriously. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a man move wanting to jump into that same bullpen, same left. Oh, it is. Because no, he's yeah. literally putting his life on the line. Yeah, shout out him. Man, yeah. man of the week. Yeah. Um, I've got two. I've got the boy and the man. Miles, I'm actually going to throw to you for the man because I love it. It's the greatest right. story. And it's going to lead us into the big dogs perfectly. Boy of the week. I'm going to do this probably every week. And I don't care if you guys think it's funny or not. Adam Brenneman. Probably the biggest boy I've ever seen in my life. What a fucking disgrace of a podcast he has. It is the worst podcast I've ever seen in my life. I keep It somehow keeps popping up in my feed now because I clicked it once to watch it. He is the least entertaining, worst synopsis podcaster I've ever seen. He's got all the money in the world. It looks like it's funded by Elon Musk. And it still is the least entertaining thing I've ever seen. I can't watch it for more than five seconds. He's ugly to begin with. Looks like <laughs> looks like fucking you, Brant. That's what he looks like. He doesn't look like fucking. He doesn't look like me. Come Correct. On. He he doesn't. He Jesus doesn't. Christ. He looks. He's been, hold on. Back to. I'm just catching strays for literally existing. That's okay. Not I'll take it back. Me. He looks like oh, Rick Nash. Looks exactly like Rick Nash. Probably the worst fucking synopsis of any game. He tries to do the top five quarterbacks and all that shit. He sounds like a if. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Who's your man? Colin Cowherd fell off a balcony and smacked his head and had severe mental disabilities because he's the worst thing I've ever, ever listened to. And he's my boy of the week. Are you done? Yes. You're done. I still can't get over the what's fact. What's going to be awful is if it comes out that like, oh, he actually does have like. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Dude. I wouldn't be surprised. Miles, the man of the week. Wow. You, that's it's going to lead into the big dogs. It is. Okay. There was a parlay put on last night in the Broncos and the Colts. And it is probably the biggest head scratcher slash act of genius I've ever heard. You can take it from here. Brent, if you win a bet, are you happy? I'm pretty happy, yeah. Because this man won his bet, or woman, I don't know who it was. This got posted on, I think, FanDuel's account. He put one of the big same game parlays in with all the different legs. Had like over receiving yards on somebody random, Russell Wilson over passing yards, like eight different legs. That wouldn't have hit. Uh, it actually, it was like over 250. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it did, I think. Listen, um, I, had, I had Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan interceptions, which was great. So, wow. <laughs> Not that anyone gives a fuck, but the last two legs were no touchdown score the entire game. Perfect. That hit and then teased it into, you know what the total for the game was? It was 42. It was 42 points. He didn't feel good about that. Teased it up under 55 and a half. <laughs> so he thought no one was going to score a touchdown, but he didn't feel good about 55 <laughs> points being scored. Right. Somehow he thought maybe 18 field goals were going to come in. Now both hit, so you can't give him too much shit, but he really played it safe. I think it was 20 into like 15 grand or something crazy. Good stuff for that guy. 
Hey, Great. that is a that is an absolute man doing what he has to do. Yeah. So I'm worried about these 18 two great field goal kickers here. I'm worried about these 18 field goals this week. And watching the first half, he would have been a little nervous. Like what they kick <laughs> like five in the first half, maybe they just kept scoring. Unbelievable bet. And I didn't want to meet this person yes. and see what their rationale was. It's Raven. Uh I feel like <laughs> it might have been like one of those ones where you lose your Monday night bet but you're just hammered off like a bottle of 101 and you're just pressing buttons and you're like, this will get me back to even by next week. And it just came off. He'd be so happy that he put that one in. But if there was ever three people to consult about betting at the moment, well, Raven, this is the Raven, don't throw Raven out. Alabama money line has yeah. been good. This is the best podcast to listen to. All the other ones, all the other betting big sites, the FanDuel podcast, your DraftKings podcast, everything. This is the biggest betting podcast in the world at the moment. We're getting random listeners join us to hear about our big dogs of the week. The Vince Marrow segment, the big dog dedicated segment. Let's pick a big dog by more than 10 point underdogs. We are the big three. This is LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Shane Battier. <laughs> Ray Allen. <laughs> <laughs> We are the big three. Not the pick three. The big three. The big, big dog three. Yeah. Brent Wayne's cock. What is your big dog of the week? Um, I want to know that. I wonder if Joey Yanks is listening to the podcast. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Rico Bosco for joining our Twitter space again. Uh, for, for his underdog picks this week. But I'm really excited about this one. I saw it. Knew it was perfect. It was made for it. One of the last undefeated teams in football right now is an 11-point favorite. James Madison playing the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Uh -huh. At Arkansas State, give me Arkansas State. You know, James Madison and the United States always had a problem with the Red Scare. Um, so give me give me Arkansas State, 11 and a half. James Madison goes down. And, uh, yeah, give I me the Red Wolves. I hate it. So I love it, as always. I hate everything I hate, I love. Miles Butler, who is your Vince Murray big dog of the week? Um, I usually like the dogs at home. They get the crowd kind of roaring around. Wow. Everybody gets hyped. Nah. Washington State goes on the road and beats the Trojans, like a Trojan horse. They sneak wow. in, they get out, they score some points. USC has been living on turnovers this year. They don't turn Washington State over. Washington State wins outright as I think 13 point dogs. So instead of rolling, oh, no, 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 outright, they win the game. They win. So instead of a Trojan horse, do they roll in just a, a, like a Trojan cougar this time? Or what's the deal? Uh, Trojan and cougars is probably something Zach Wilson would be familiar with. And then they put that big flag that they take to every game day right in the middle yeah, of that. Field. Old Crimson. This is insane because we don't actually confer about these before. No. We've all gone for against teams that are undefeated so far. And you are as well. I am. Wow. I am. So there's a great area in Louisiana that I have visited before. There is absolutely nothing in this town. It is so boring that they have all week to focus on football. There is no outside distractions. There is not even, I don't even think there's a bar there. The, the, U, the University of Louisiana, Monroe, goes on to beat the Coastal <laughs> Carolina Chanticleers, 13 and a half point underdogs. They have, ULM beat the Raging Cajuns, one of my favorite teams in the all of college football. 
This is the week, Miles. They're at home. They're 13 and a half point underdogs. The Chanticleers may as well be the fucking chandeliers this week because the Louisiana Monroe, I'm not even sure what their mascot is. Uh, Warhawks. Warhawks. Warhawks, yes, correct. Warhawks absolutely destroy, and that is my big dog of the week. Do they still have Bowden's son with the shirt and tie as the coach? I hope so. Didn't they have him before? I think they fired them all. I think they fired them. I've got no idea. I thought they had him and, like, Rich Rodriguez for a bit when we played him. Or am I making this up? Literally played him last year is the funny thing. I swear they had something like that going on. Yeah. Well, wasn't it like Rich Rod's son was the quarterback or yes, something? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're probably gone now, but I still like the pick. I love it. I love it. We've got three undefeated teams losing, and I love that because <laughs> I hate it. Hey, uh, our game predictions. University of Kentucky versus South Carolina Gamecocks. 7.30 p.m. tonight as you're listening on Saturday morning. Hope the shower's going well. Hope the drive to the game is going well. Uh, Brent, I'll start with you. Give me one thing that you're looking for in the game and then your game score prediction. Please. He doesn't know. Brent doesn't know. Yeah. They haven't. It's one of those yeah. they haven't played yet. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar. I'm sure. yeah, don't Not know. sure till they play what the game's yeah. going to be. No one really knows. Nah, no one knows. Nah. Can, I, can I start? Yes. First and foremost, what I'm looking for is just to be able to watch the game, which I think I'll be able to do. So shout out to uh, – the Black Wolves wedding, which I'll be at. I think they're going to have a projector set up for the game. I get to watch it. Uh, the vibes are going to be up for the wedding, which makes me think the vibes for the game are going to be up. I think this is one of those games, whether Will plays or not, Kentucky finds a way to win because it seems like it's just one of those things where South Carolina just throws their hands up in the air and is like, oh, what do we got to do to beat this good-looking man, Mark Stoops? He owns yeah. this. This is terrible. Um, I, You know, it's hard to get into specifics, Without Will, I know we, we joke about that, but it seriously is. Um, uh, just obviously the, the Kentucky defense is just going to have to feast on Spencer Rattler mistakes and on offense, give the ball to Chris. and Like just, a rat on a rotting carcass, just yep. face. Yep. Uh, I'll go I'll go. Kentucky wins the game uh, by one possession either way. Um, I'll go – I'll go 24-17 Kentucky. Perfect. Miles? This won't be hard to look for in the game because I think it's going to be very uh, present and important. I think if Will doesn't play, Stoops is going to play the conservative defense approach, and you know what we need then? You need special teams to play well. This is a huge week for them to bounce back, not just in the return game. That's been going just fine. But the punts, the snaps, the holds, the kicks this week um, will probably play into the win and loss again. So hopefully they go better. But I think the defense has a huge day. Um, a pick six is my prediction for a huge score. I'm going to go Cats 24, South Carolina three. Wow, love three. it. Love three, it. yeah, three. Love well, it. You don't think they're going to score a touchdown in the first possession? No, 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 because Rattler's not good. I love it. Wow, uh, wow you're so close to mine. It's not wow. even funny their run defense is probably the worst in the country we've got chris rodriguez back he was a little bit stifled last week still had a pretty good game we're gonna hand the ball a lot off to him because will is not playing um special teams wise every talk has been about barry and brown and rightfully so they will not kick the ball to him it'll be like sky kicks up in the air to like the 30 each time trying to get us to not return it i hope we've got a plan for that um, but the special teams player this week will be Tavion Robinson. There will be a punt return to the house. Um, I also agree with Miles. There will also be a pick six. I think we'll generate two touchdowns, one from special teams, one from defense. We'll have one offensive touchdown only, and then we'll have three field goals. 
In my math, if we make the extra points, that's 30. Um, their offense is an absolute abomination and a disgrace. We're two from two when I pick this. Shut out. It's a shutout again. They won't score. They don't. I can't see how they score against this defense. I know we might. JJ Weaver's back. Jacquez is out. Give him that. Oh, God damn. Jacquez is out. But 30 to zero is my pick. We absolutely steamroll him. And everyone's like, do we even bring Will back? He's on the hot seat. So hot seat. 30 to zero. Kaya Sharon, ultimate Heisman of all time, only not throwing for many yards, not even having a touchdown pass. It'll be Chris Rodriguez for our offensive touchdown. We'll have a special teams, a defensive touchdown, and three field goals from Matt Ruffalo. Do we this week, and I'm not talking like one or two plays on third and one, do we see a decent dose of the Wildcat again with Chris? I can see 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 a little bit of like trickery with him there or something, but keeping cool. I could see some stuff where we're actually going to like start with him in the Wildcat and do some different things because Rich is going to be pretty imaginative this week knowing that we probably have to create some yards off special kind of plays, trick plays, obviously. So I could see it, but Hey, hold on. You've worked yourself into a win-win situation too, because if something happens and it comes out that he is playing at some point Saturday and people are listening to this, it'll be like, Oh, okay. We'll just throw everything away. Will's playing. We're going to be fine. Yeah. We'll be, but if, but if he doesn't play, then we were giving great analysis. So if Will plays, we win like 45 zero. He's getting roasted. If Will plays by me. Oh, me too. Yeah, Sunday he's getting literally put on a what's it when you roast a barbecue? A platter, spit, a spit. Put him on a spit and roast him over a flame. Yes, I I think we would have to retire doing boys of the week at that point because he would just be solidified as okay. And when he doesn't play, I'm the man because I'm the only one who will say it. Pretty old boy. That would be true. Yeah, I mean, I would hope you're a man. You are Benjamin Button. Yeah, you've been around for three decades. We're lucky Larry Vaught doesn't do the boy of the week. Um, yeah. Um, all right. We're done for the week. Great way to finish. I've got some commentary that I need to look through, go through all the rosters of Boyle County, Lexington Catholic Brent. Thank you very much. Miles. Thank you very much. We are going to be late for this golf game by a fucking mile. I've told the guy to fucking wait, but he keeps texting. Um, we got to go. All right, Brent. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, go cats, as always. Go cats. Thanks. Thanks.